When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So back in the Senior Bowl, Jerry Jones said that the Cowboys were going to go all in. Fast forward to the NFL scouting combine, and it seems like that dream is already dying. And we'll talk about why tonight on the show. We'll talk about Stephen Jones teasing a potential retirement within the Dallas Cowboys organization. And we'll talk about all that we learned in day one or day zero of the NFL scouting combine. Ladies and gentlemen, let's get to it. Here we go. What is up, everyone, and welcome into ADZ Sports Dallas Primetime. I am your host, Mauricio Rodriguez, streaming with you live every Sunday through Thursday night at 8 p.m. Central here on Dallas On Demand Sports Talk Network. With a lot more content coming your way, make sure that you check out adzsports.com slash Dallas. And as always, do me a favor and hit the like button for me if you enjoy the show. Welcome, everyone. On a mu- Tuesday night, Tuesday night, it is a great night to talk some Cowboys football, but it is also a night to talk some honest Cowboys football. And here's what I mean. The storyline of the offseason has become, you know, what does all-in mean for the Cowboys, right? Because Jerry Jones said that in the Senior Bowl, and we've said it about, what, a million times now? Are they really going all-in? What do they need to go all-in? They would need to spend big time in free agency. They would need to maybe pull off a big trade to upgrade at key positions. They would need to extend Dak Prescott probably because of the salary cap, and they would need to pay uh, many of their key free agents going into 2024. We've broken all of that down, and we've also tried to interpret what did Jerry Jones mean in the first place. And since the Senior Bowl, we've been talking about that. Jerry Jones told 105.3, the fan at some point this offseason, that as long as people are talking about the Cowboys and all that, uh, he's doing his job. And you can see the example just by that simple statement that maybe he didn't even mean to have have it become the theme of the offseason, right? Maybe he just said it and it suddenly became the theme. But the thing is, Jerry Jones says a lot of stuff, and one of them is about to stick always. Well, since then, we've been wondering, what could that mean? Could it be? We're skeptical, but is this maybe the year that the Cowboys go crazy with Mike McCarthy on a contract year, Dak Prescott on a contract year, and all that? Well, Stephen Jones talks to reporters at Indianapolis on Tuesday in the NFL scouting combine. And let's just say that his comments were not precisely inspiring. And I'll let you listen to what Jerry Jones said, uh, to what Stephen Jones, excuse me, said when talking about going all in. And you tell me what your opinion is. But I'm going to let you listen first, and then we can get to it. Here we go. I've never known Jerry not to be all in in any given year. But, uh, uh, you know, you... 
certainly, uh, you know, we've got a great, I think, a great team put together. Uh, you know, I think, you know, the last three years, uh, won a lot of football games, I think uh, 36. And, uh, you know, certainly uh, where we have to improve is the postseason. You know, we're going to get the right kind of guys who step up and make big plays in the postseason. And, uh, it's been a challenge in terms of our success there. And uh, that's where we have to improve. Are there any answers that you that you guys have kind of come up with as to what's you know, going on? You know, we're taking a holistic view of this thing, and we'll continue to look at it. Uh, obviously, uh, being here at the combine is going to be, you know, a great time to spend some time in terms of looking not only at the uh, young players that are going to be out there, but just spending time, you know, together uh, internally, spending a lot of time talking about, uh, you know, what we have to get accomplished. We think in order to uh, take the next step. That video, by the way, via John Mashoda from The Athletic, he posted it on Twitter. Shout out to him for always giving us the goods on X uh, when it comes to video content from training camp or these sort of interviews. Right off the bat, man, I understand like, okay, sure, you're talking about finding the right players to get that postseason success. That is okay, right? That's what. That's exactly what you need to do because he does have a point in just pointing out that, hey, we are a winning team in the regular season, and they have won 36 games over the last uh, three years, right? 12 win seasons, boom, boom, boom. However, when you're talking about going all in, if the Cowboys organization were serious about actually putting all the chips in, after Jerry Jones's comment, you wouldn't be here and be like, hey, I've never known Jerry not to go all in in any given year because that's the quote, right? So he's basically admitting right from the get-go that it's not going to be different because we believe we always go all in. If the Cowboys were serious about this and about doing things differently and if that's what they meant originally, at least per Jerry Jones's comments, Stephen's stance should have been something like, yeah, we're doing things differently this year. We're trying to be more aggressive. We're trying to go make some moves that maybe we hadn't before, right? Uh, but instead, it's more of the same old, same old, right? Yeah, looking at young players at the Combine, uh, holistic view, one of their favorite type of quotes uh, when they're talking about, you know, you got to look at everything and add players, but you got to take care of the salary cap and you got to be able, there's, you got to be able to make sure that there's enough pie for everyone to go around. I just look at that interview right there, that interview clip from Stephen Jones, and I'm, I just don't see that different mindset. And I'm not surprised by it, uh, but it's still something that maybe we're getting that confirmation, right? That at least it doesn't seem like they're ready to go all in despite what Jerry Jones had to say. And let's be honest, Stephen Jones runs this show. Stephen Jones is who people think Jerry Jones uh, is. Or, you know, it, it, each time it, it happens less and less. Like, I think everyone is catching on to the fact that it's all Stephen Jones, right? But I, hey, it wasn't exactly the, the most inspiring quote. And you know what was also not inspiring? Him talking about the Cowboys culture. He was asked if it was a problem. And let me show you what he had to say also via John Mishota. So let's take a listen here. I think, uh, you know, from the organization on down, we feel we feel good about our culture. You always want to be better. I will say that. I mean, if you're not, 
you know, if your results aren't winning the Super Bowl, I think everybody's saying, how do we, you know, how do you ultimately be the last guy standing? Uh, but I think overall between, you know, organizationally, between, uh, you know, our coach, our, our, our personnel department, uh, like our leadership on our team's outstanding. So, you know, you're always going to have somebody who's, you know, going to say something, uh, you know, that's not, you know, that might be, hey, that's their particular thought process on why we may have come up short, but I don't think in general, personally, I don't think it's an issue. Then what is, right? Because Stephen Jones is just out there saying like, hey, man, yeah, uh, we could get better, right? Because we didn't win the Super Bowl next time. When we're in the playoffs, we got to score more points than the rival so we can win and then advance and then do it again and then advance. Like, he's just, he's really not saying anything in any of those clips. And it's not the mindset that a team that is all in would show, right? Like, take the LA Rams, for example. Uh, before they went, you know, all in and traded the picks away and had that super team assembled to go on and win the Super Bowl during the 2021 NFL season. You looked at what they said and they were pretty vocal about what their philosophy was, right? Like they weren't out there saying, oh, we're doing business as usual. No, they were talking about trading picks away and they were talking about not sending people to the combine because the combine didn't matter to them. They didn't have to be in there to look at the players, uh, you know, physically there in Indianapolis. So I don't know. It's just some confirmation, in my opinion, right there from the Cowboys that they're doing business as usual. Things are not really changing at all. Uh, there's not a culture problem even though at some point we do got to address the fact that this team runs differently beyond the football field because everything that surrounds the team is different, right? It is the Dallas football Cowboys. There are more distractions, and it would be refreshing for once to maybe get an answer from some of these guys where they're like, yeah, we'll actually, you know, look at some of the things that maybe we're doing wrong off the field, right? We'll talk, you know, to some players about it. I don't know, like say something instead of being like, no, it's not an issue. Nothing is an issue for this team ever. So then what is? What exactly is the issue for a team that keeps underwhelming again and again and again? And then, because your actions are also saying you that there is an issue. Because if there wasn't an issue, Mike McCarthy wouldn't be entering 2024 on a contract year. If you truly believed like, hey, man, this is this is right. We're trending in the right direction. We've been winning ball games. We just got to figure out January. That's the one thing that that uh, is dragging us down. We don't think it's Mike McCarthy. We think uh, the leadership is right. We think this is right. Uh, and we just need that one or two players that can come in and step up in the postseason, as he said in that in those clips, then maybe you extend Mike McCarthy, right? Because it is a situation where you're not expressing that confidence in your head coach, even though you're saying words that make it seem like you are confident on your head coach. You're not, because he's heading into a contract year. Let's see some of your thoughts on this, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the show, by the way, uh, to everyone who is just joining. Uh, right now katharina says it's the same old bs but different season mo you see that it says cowboys fans tune out when they hear jerry say all in what's up holly thank you for joining the show 
Bruce says, Stephen Jones is a nepotism baby. Of course, he's full of mierda, he says. And, you know, my, my Spanish-speaking friends will get that one. <laughs> Shout out to Isidro. Anthony says, NFL needs to do an owner intervention. <laughs> How funny would that be, though? Uh, look at Mel says, Jerry's the queen and Stephen is the parliament. And that's a, that's a, a good analogy, but a passive, you know, a passive queen, if that's what's going on. Because I do believe Jerry is pretty much just like an influencer now for the team, honestly. He, he is closer to being an, an influencer, an ambassador for the team than anything else at this point. Uh, shout out to Kimberly also joining the show now. Uh, welcome, welcome. And Manuel, who says, one thing I know about Jerry is that he never let known what his plans are until they are done. Up to some point, sure, but I also think it would be quite a stretch to try to frame this like, oh, they're actually going all in, but they're just hiding it by saying the same stuff over and over and over again, which I'm not sure it's what uh, Manuel means at all. I'm just like uh, piggybacking off of that. Uh, I don't think it's any of that, right? In this case, I just think it's the Cowboys trying to do the same old, same old, just Jerry saying stuff at interviews and then us making it into the story of the offseason, right? They're going to go all in. You can see it everywhere. You can see it in the articles. Uh, national media talked about it, right? Uh, and everything that we cover of this offseason, it's like if they want to go all in, this. If they want to go all in, that. The other, right? Instead of just covering as a regular offseason and Chances are maybe Jerry didn't even intend for it to be made out as such a huge deal. But anyways, uh, we did learn more from Stephen Jones' conversations with reporters. And that includes basically potentially finding out for real and for sure that Lathan Banderesh might be retiring soon. Now, this is pure speculation because they didn't come out and say, hey, Leighton is retiring, but he was asked, Stephen Jones was, about injury updates, right? And he says, hey, Trevon Dix and DeMarvin Overshone, they're going to be back for training camp, right? When we get to Oxnard, Dix and Overshone are going to be available. So naturally, you're talking about injuries. Somebody raises his hand and is like, hey, what about Leighton Banderesh? And this is what... Stephen Jones had to say, it's a 14-second clip, what I'm about to play for you. You tell me, what impression does this give you, knowing the context that I just gave you on Jones offering the injury updates for Vicks and for Overshone? Here's what he said about Leighton. Do you have a resolution with that? Are you just not ready to tell no, us? No, we'll just uh, let uh, you know, Leighton will speak to that. It's certainly uh, you know, an injury issue with him. Uh, know that he's getting his hands around and let him speak to that. What do you think about? Hmm. Who was the NBA analyst who was like, now what, why would he say that, right? Why would Stephen Jones say that? Why would he be like, oh yeah, we'll let Leighton give you an update on that. I'm giving you updates on all of these other players, but I'll let Leighton take care of that one and then add, there's an injury issue with him. I don't know about you. Let me know in the chat. Do you agree or disagree with me that it definitely sounds like Van Der Esch is retiring pretty much uh, 
this offseason, it's just a matter of time. I might be misreading it. I might be wrong about it, but I don't think so. Why else would Stephen Jones have that response to reporters? And we, just, and we know the context, too. And we know that Jerry Jones in November told 105.3 The Fan that Van Der Esch was in a situation where he had to decide for himself if he wanted to keep risking a more serious injury by continuing to play football. I think it was Stephen who shortly after that injury in week five versus the San Francisco 49ers, where he collided with Micah Parsons after Trent Williams uh, pushed him in that direction or, or pulled him in that direction. I remember Stephen Jones being like, if or when he returns and just using if was like a massive detail in his choice of words, right? If you say, if or when he returns to playing football, that's huge for a player who has dealt with neck injuries, with back injuries, with stingers, who was taking off of draft boards in 2018 when he was considered by many a first-round prospect. Some teams had taken him off of their draft boards because they were concerned about the injury red flags around him. Now, I'm not going to say that he was a bad first-round pick because he did start for the Cowboys for a long time, went to a Pro Bowl. 2018 was an insane rookie year for him, even in the later years of his career where he clearly did not live up to that year one hype. Van der Resch was still out there starting and being the communicator of your defense. And we did see a drop-off when he went down in week five at the linebacker position. We did see that drop-off. So... Van der Esch was not like this player that sucked or anything like that, even though uh, I believe Cowboys Nation criticized him a lot and, and to a fault. Like, I think it was way too much criticism having Van der Esch's way. And I wouldn't say that, oh, he is a player that could continue to win Pro Bowls. I wouldn't say that he was going to be an old pro type linebacker, not even significantly above average, but he was average to above average at least because he was out there uh, starting and just having dealing with a lot of responsibility within Dan Quinn's defense. So anyways, he might be retiring. I think that even if he didn't retire, Van Der Esch uh, would likely be released by Dallas. I think it's a high possibility, right? Uh, but hey, we'll see what the actual outcome of this situation is. And again, I will insist, I'm saying this is speculation on my end, but it sure sounded like that to me. Because uh, otherwise, he's under contract, so he's not hitting free agency. I think Stephen Jones could have been like, you know, uh, we don't have a firm timetable on Ban the Resh, but hopefully... As the offseason goes on, we'll have a better idea. Like, you don't even have to come out and say, oh, he's ready to go by training camp or he's not ready to go by training camp. Just say, you know, we're waiting for more information on that, even though that injury happened in October, right? But anyways, uh, Van Der Esch, will he or will he not retire? We'll find out uh, pretty quickly. But, I mean, pretty quickly relatively, right? I do think we find out uh, maybe before free agency. Honestly, well, let's see what you guys have to say, man. Uh, Katharina says, yeah, he's retiring. I believe that as well. Hollis says, it sounds like they are taking it into consideration. 
and nothing more. Gregory says, but and, and, and Holly might be right, but my point here would be why, why not say anything about the injury though? And why say that hey, there's a or maybe they're taking it as a consideration that he could retire, right? You could say, hey, we're giving Leighton some time to do his thing, right? And figure out what he wants or something like that. You don't have to say, oh, uh, we will let Leighton speak to that. Because that sounds definitive. Like, that sounds to me like Leighton is going to talk about it, you know? But Holly might be right, too. I'm just I'm just basically uh, exploring here uh, interpretations. Uh, Gregory says, sounds like they don't want to show him the door, but not high hopes on keeping him. And this could be a good interpretation of things, especially when reading into that November interview that I talked about on 105.3 The Fan, right? Where he did say he has to decide by himself, right? Shout out to Darren over on Facebook, the number one fan of ADZ Sports Dallas Primetime. Shout out to Mo. Uh, to, to Mo. <laughs> Shout out to Jason who commented Mo, and I misread that. Um, <laughs> Isidro says, LVE was a good third-round linebacker. Protect your health, LVE. Let's see, let's see. Anthony wants dirt on Jerry Jones like the dirt on Dan Snyder because he wants Jerry out, probably. That's that's what I think uh, Anthony's talking about right there in the chat. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, let's talk about some other of the some of the other takeaways from this Stephen Jones interview. Oh man, I just saw a tweet from my brother that made me emotional, but I, I'll save that for later. Uh, anyways, Mas Smith. He talked about Mas Smith. Trying to find if I've got the clip for you, but I, I couldn't get the clip for you. Um, he expressed confidence, right, in Massey Smith. And it might mean nothing at all, but it's also the first stance that we've heard from the team on Massey. And more or less what he said was they're still expecting a significant second-year jump on Massey. That they absolutely think that he can still be a weapon for the defense. And again, the Cardinals said that Judge Rosen was their guy when when they first hired Cliff Kingsbury before they showed him the door and got Kyler Murray instead. So whatever teams say, whether it's coaches, social media teams, general managers, whatever teams say in the middle of February or March or whatever, uh, matters very little. So this could be... Stephen Jones just saying stuff, but I thought it was interesting that that's the first kind of information that we have from the Cowboys on their thoughts on Massey going into 2024. Because we've discussed this multiple times here on the show. What do we think about Massey? We know maybe they shouldn't have hired him, I mean, dropped his weight. Maybe they shouldn't have asked him to drop weight as a rookie. Maybe they should have kept him as a nose tackle instead of essentially turning him into a heavier three technique. But we also know that maybe they just don't like what they saw overall, right? Uh, but Stephen Jones feels like they're still optimistic about a nose tackle that they drafted in the first round. And then you can add to the conversation what Stephen Jones said about Tyler Smith. Uh, didn't really commit to anything with Tyler but he did compare his trajectory to that of Larry Allen. 
And it does sound like, you know, Cowboys won't Tyler Smith left guard at this point. You hear the comments and you also see their actions. Why didn't Tyler Smith ever slide to left tackle when Tyron Smith was injured for the Cowboys in 2023? Because they did that in 2022 and then they decided not to do it last year. Is, is there a reason there? Is it maybe the coaching staff being like, man, Tyler is an all-pro player at left guard. Not that he got a an all-pro honor, but he could have. Like He played at such a high level that Tyler Smith should have been considered as an all-pro, whether, uh, whether it was first team or second team all-pro. He had that kind of year. So Tyler Smith looking like he won't be moving anywhere in 2024. Looks like he's going to stay right there at left guard, which I also thought was interesting. And speaking of offensive linemen, shout out to Duncan, who is a Chiefs fan, judging by his profile picture on YouTube at least, asking, Chiefs need Tyron Smith for one year. Please, can we can we have him for one year? Man, Duncan, if it was up to me, I would say absolutely not. But I have said in this show, I have said in this show, the likeliest landing spot for Tyron Smith in 2024 is the Dallas Cowboys. He's been playing in Dallas since 2011. He has been willing to rework his deals to stay in Dallas, right? Last year, he essentially took a pay cut with the possibility of winning it back through incentives. But he did take a pay cut because he could have just played hardball and, and see if they released him and, and test free agency. However, one of the things that I have also said is that it's not a surefire thing that he returns to Dallas specifically because you're not getting him back on that reworked deal the way that I see it. Because teams like the Chiefs and primarily the Chiefs, the Chiefs are like an overwhelming candidate to land uh, Tyron Smith if he does hit free agency. And they, they, they're going to see a second-team all-pro left tackle in Tyron. And they're going to be like, sure, he missed a few games, but we can survive a few games without a left tackle one. We'll, we'll roll the dice on that if it means having a Hall of Famer left tackle for Patrick Mahomes. So I do think Tyron has some leverage now. I do think Tyron has some leverage that he didn't have last year. And if the Cowboys are like, if you hit 50% of the plays, we're going to give you this and 55 this and 60 this, Tyron is going to be like, nah, that was last year, buddy. Right now, we're going to be, right now, this is going to be my terms. Now, he's not going to cash in for $20 million or anything like that, right? He, it, it could even be for $9 million or something like that, but with fully guaranteed money, maybe. And maybe you can use the voidable years to, to make the cap hit work and all that. Uh, but all I'm saying, man, and this is more to Cowboys fans who, than, than it is to Duncan. Other teams have a chance at landing Tyron Smith if the Cowboys are not willing to pay up. Now, with that being said, the Cowboys should absolutely be willing to pay up because, as I said, he's not going to become the highest paid tackle in the NFL at this stage of his career without having played a full season since 2015. He's not going to get that kind of deal. But it's not all. It's also not going to be on the other end of the spectrum where he's signing for a incentive-heavy deal 
Uh, I do think it's going to be different in 2024. Duncan says, got to respect that team loyalty. Tyron has been insanely loyal to the Cowboys, man. To the point where I'm like, he doesn't deserve that incentives deal in 2024. He deserves a more sure contract for him, a more more safe contract for him because he's had that kind of decisions in during his time in Dallas. And of course, he did ball out in 2024. In 2023, to the point where he was second team on pro, only behind Trent Williams. And I would argue, pass protection only, he was better than Trent Williams. Now, Williams was better run blocking, sure, but pass protection, there was no one better than Tyron in 2023. It was insane. Let's see here. Uh, Yeah. And we do know he's not going to retire. That's something that we do know, according to the agent from, you know, from uh, Tyron Smith, according to Clarence Hill, who said that on 105.3, the fan, I believe, after the senior bowl. But yeah, man, that's what, hey, sometimes I'm here and I'm like struggling to get like this script together. What am I going to talk about on primetime? I'm kidding. I, I don't struggle. In the offseason, I just want to, you know, leave some topics for different days and maybe not load the show with, five different topics because we've got to get through these off season when sometimes the content can be slow, but sometimes the show is written by other people without me putting a single drop of effort. And in this case, it was Stephen Jones because man, he gave us a lot to talk about, but tonight that will be it for me here on the show. Ladies and gentlemen, do me a favor and hit the like button for me. If you enjoyed the show takes about half a second it is free and it is the single biggest thing that you can do to support the show so hit the like button for me and i'll see you tomorrow night 8 p.m central here on atc sports dallas prime time see you tomorrow and bye-bye on thursday we have a great guest so make sure you save thursday night by the way see you manana in the meantime though <laughs>